my guy. What's going down, man? Hey, so glad we get to do this. I am too, man. It's an exciting one. Wanting to talk about it all week. Yes, it's going to be good. Thanks for uh, working with me. Sorry, everybody. Oh. I was in the hospital on Tuesday. Uh, feeling better, though. And I uh, can't wait to record this episode. Yeah, we're glad you're better. And I just want to start off by saying welcome, everybody, to Uns. Uh, you have me, Stagger Lee, along with Jason here. And we're ready to talk about rest week. A lot happened this past week. I have a news. I'm going to try to not go into this week since we're going to record uh, later on. But there's a lot of news going on in pro wrestling. Um, one of the big things is July 23rd, Tony Khan has already kind of announced that there's going to be an ROH pay-per-view. Yes. Death Before Dishonor, which is one of the staples. Uh, what I've heard is that we should hear something in the next couple months. Um, looking at a, like a one-hour TV show for ROH. Probably going to be some AEW talents not being used. Some ROH talent that's still under kind of kind of a contract. Uh, kind of some big news here for uh, ROH. Yeah, definitely. I... I'm glad to see it, and uh, aren't they aren't they working on a TV deal or something like that? A TV deal? I think it's going to be streaming. I've been hearing, and this is not concrete, but I I have heard that after the uh, party they had after the this uh, dynamite, we should hear something in the next couple months about either a streaming deal, a TV deal. I think. We're going to get an AEW streaming deal, and I think ROH is going to be like a one-hour weekly TV show. That would be great, because I don't I don't mind them streaming. I mean, they they go on with uh, uh, Dark Elevation and Dark, and those shows do pretty good. Um, on top of it, if you have ROH streaming, that I'd be happy with that. I'd be fine with that. Well, I think where it's going to help is... You might disagree, maybe you agree, but I, the roster that Tony Khan has right now is one of the best wrestling has ever seen. And yeah. it's so hard to get all the talent on three hours of TV every week. So you have yeah. the dark, you have the elevation. If you get an ROH show, you know, somebody like a Brian Pillman Jr., you know, somebody that could, he, you know, he, he needs some time in front of the camera and some time to, you know, in front of the fans and stuff like that. You put him on a streaming show with ROH, I think that would be a that would be a win win. Definitely, I I I'd wa- I'm gonna watch it if, when they do it because that's gonna a- that's gonna come into some of the news that I have is is the flower kind of uh, is the party and and AEW kind of hitting the boiling point with some of the uh, talent. If you would have asked Talent about a year ago, they would have said we don't want to go anywhere. We love it here, but here's the thing with Tony Khan he keeps buying more talent getting more talent getting more talent and some of these under talents are not being used one of the big news that that is coming out is Thunder Rosa was really upset after the pay-per-view and just that she's not getting enough TV time and that not even that she's not getting TV time it's that the world title is almost taking a secondary kind of a backseat to Jade Cargill in the TBS championship yes it uh, is and I think I 
it's bullshit the way they've been booking Thunder Rosa. They've had absolutely almost the minimal build-up to her storylines or to her matches. Well, that, that's um, one thing that you'll hear me kind of complain about AEW, and it's, I get it, I understand, it's hard when you only have three hours on, you know, cable television, but that what they've done with the women's division, it, it seems like they could do so much more because I think their women's division is better than WWE's. It is, and they have women that are on dark right now that I think need to be put in the mic and rampage. Well, they, I mean, what happened, what happened to Abaddon? Have you ever seen her finisher? It is a mean finisher. Amazing, and the look. And the thing is, they give them like one match, and it's always at like 920, and they give them a couple of... Uh, Backstage segments. I mean, WWE's pushing out like Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop and people like that. You could have at least two. And I know it's hard. I get it. He has so much talent. Three hours of TV. But, you know, how we talk about Dark and Elevation. Not everybody's watching Dark and Elevation. They're doing that to try to get some content. So when they do get on a streaming service, they have a bunch of content. But, like, let's take Ruby Soho. She came in as the Joker at that paper at the all-out pay-per-view. Did great. She main evented with Britt Baker at the Arthur Ashe show. And then she was gone. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh, she's won 10 straight matches. Nobody saw those matches. Like, there has to be I, a middle ground at what Tony does with the women's division. I I really hope that I I hope that the world title gets treated a lot better. Well, Thunder Rosa, right. Thunder Rosa, they they were compl- they were comparing her pop to the Road War. They were calling it a Thunder Rosa pop. She yeah, was so huge. And then as soon as she they got her up. under contract, she was like gone. I don't know what they're doing with it. It's it, it. They they booked Britt Baker excellent. Okay. Unless you're Britt Baker and get the Charlotte Flair treatment, you're nobody on that show. And they yeah, got so that's, much that's, talent. That's a complaint I have, and they have so much. They have so much female talent. They're pushing the wrong females for one. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, Red Velvet's great, but she's not that great. Well, it's kind of like they're doing the same thing with Jay Cargill and the baddies, like they did with MJF, which I know was a big complaint of yours. It was like they were kind of throwing the minions out. And then whenever they, whenever somebody got past the minions, that's when they got to MJF or they get to yeah. Jade or something like that. And it, it seems like the same formula. And I just don't know if it's working. They 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 do it, and this is a problem I have with AEW. I love AEW. Have a show of theirs, you know. Right. Uh, but uh, they do a lot of they do a lot of repetitive shit, like especially. My big complaint is is when they do the backstage interview, the babyface says one one sentence <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're interrupted by the by the heel. Yeah, and I agree. You're you're totally it, right. You are head so right on this. And it's like they just keep doing it and I don't understand why. It doesn't it's not working. I I, I don't know. I hope I hope we move on from that. Um, other news that I have uh, let's, Thunder Rosa was supposed to be have a segment on this Dynamite, but she was sick. Her and her group, I don't know who's in her group, but 
Don't know if it was COVID, don't know what, but they were sick, so they got sent home. She was going to have a segment on the show, but um, like I said, got sent home, so that was canceled. Right. Um, let's talk about Double or Nothing. It beat last year's Double or Nothing, and I kind of teased this to you during the week. I kind of messaged you about this. Okay, so they're saying right now that Double or Nothing did about 150 to 155,000 buys, which is great. That's amazing. Yes. The number that is staggering to me is that people who bought WrestleMania, not via Peacock, you know, like me, they get it for $5.99 a month, but actually spent $50 on it. It was $23,000 each night. So night one got $23,000. Night two got $23,000 for a total of 46,000 people who bought the pay-per-view. Of the 46,000 who bought that pay-per-view, only 3% bought Double or Nothing. So you got to think about that for a minute. So what? What? I don't even know what 3 into 46,000 is. But if you're like 3%, and I know a lot of WWE people are diehard and e-drums, but man, there seems like there's an audience out there that's getting missed. Right? Yeah, it does. I mean, 3% of 46,000? That's crazy. But to... AEW's credit, every year that each of the top four pay-per-views that they do has done higher numbers the next year. Now, that's going to come to an end at the next one, which is all out. Last and year was CM Punk's first first match. It did like 215,000 pay-per-views. AEW ref, roughly gets about 150,000, so I don't think they're going to top that, but still, when you're doing 150,000 pay-per-views, that's pretty good at $50 a pop. That is way good, and and the thing is about AEW that we, we got to remember they are a in they're in their infancy right now. Startup, they're a startup, and they're they're in their infancy, giving WWE uh, something to fight fight with or something you know something to compete with. I would oh. say, yeah, you're and. And they're doing damn good, I oh, no. think, for, for oh, how young they are. People got to remember, this was a start up. Yes. <laughs> they started from nothing and just came out of the blue. What they are doing this week, I know we're not talking about this week's Dynamite that just happened yesterday, but yesterday they were number one on cable TV. That is That's a amazing. big deal. That is amazing. I mean, to be number one on all of cable, original cable shows, number one. The demo is right there, pretty close to WWE. AEW is not going anywhere. So, um, no, they're not. And just think, just think where they're gonna be in another like ten, five or ten years. It's oh, it's gonna go nothing but up. And I'm with gonna, the way, with the talent they have, and the way that they they do their their storytelling. Well, uh, well here's, here's the deal. You got to remember, Tony Khan. He's me and you. He's somebody who used to watch, t- you know, wrestling. He got exactly. the tape. He's being a booker, and he. Some people give him a un- unduly to him. They give him a hard time, but to be to be a first time booker, some of the, this man gave us Christian Cage a title, you know, a, a Impact title reign over Kenny Omega on the first match of Rampage, a CM Punk title reign, uh, this and that, bringing Brian Danielson. People want to come to AEW. They're not people- going anywhere. He's doing a great job. People just need to relax. Let it let it breathe a little bit. I I really don't get it. The the hardcore 
WWE people that bash AEW every every step of the way. Well, on the and and the same thing happens with some AEW people. They bash WWE. It, it, it's a it's a waste of time. It's a well, waste well, of energy. Social media didn't happen during the Monday Night War, and thank God. Yeah, but thank people, God it didn't. Yeah, but people talk about AEW's ratings and things like that. Raw used to get like a five, a six million, six million rating. They're getting like a one point eight now. Like WWE killed wrestling for a lot of people, and it's kind of hard to come back. And right now, it's kind of like, like Coca Cola. Think about Coca Cola. If you buy a generic pop, what do you call it? Coke, right? Yeah. Yeah. So right now, a lot of people call wrestling WWE because it's all exactly. there was for like twenty years. Exactly. Now, upstart. I wear AEW stuff everywhere I go, and people are like, oh, man, you know, I've heard about this group. I haven't watched it yet. Watch them. You know, give it a chance. Like, some people don't even know it's on TV yet. Like, you got you got to build an audience, and they're doing that, and it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. Well, it's it's just like my brother. We, we grew up watching wrestling, and he hasn't watched it for a long time, and he, he was referring to WWE, and I... T- about AEW now and told him you gotta watch it. It's on TBS or at and uh, or at the time it was TNT. But I I had the same conversation with him. You know, he was thinking, oh WWE, and I'm like, no, it's AEW. And I had explained to him that you know it's a new company and they got a lot of great wrestlers and they're doing great. You have to explain it to people. Well, you gotta love pro wrestling because WWE—they will tell you they're not pro wrestling. They do yeah, a lot of. They abhor that name. They, they say sports entertainment. Sports uh, entertainment. And if you love pro wrestling, you'll watch AEW. That's all I gotta say. Because there's yeah. wrestling. they don't do. I mean, they do the backstage segments, but they don't open up AEW with a 20-minute promo where it takes. Roman Reigns, and I love Roman Reigns, but it takes him like 10 minutes to get to the ring, and then he looks yeah. at the crowd, he looks around, and then Paul Heyman finally talks. No, it's action right from the start, right from the beginning, all the way through. It's the best two hours of TV I watch every week. Because it actually has wrestling in it, and it's not all promos, like you said. And, and uh, yeah, I AEW is doing shit right they're bringing they brought back my love for pro wrestling uh wwe really crushed me for a long time well it's 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 really weird we were kind of talking a little bit ago you know via message the stuff they do with cody amazing like if you have not watched what they've done with cody Rhodes, it's amazing but after but after cody it's horrible you can't even watch it. It's so bad. It is unwatchable. It is unwatchable. And they, and they got a bunch of uh, young writers that don't really know wrestling. Used to write for a sitcom or something. Right, right. And uh, making up these ridiculous stories because they think that's what wrestling's about. Right. And eventually it's, eventually it's going to turn around and it's going to come towards AEW. I, I, I have a feeling. And Warner... From what I've heard, after they had their party uh, last week after Dynamite, Warner is all behind AEW, so that's that's good to know. A uh, couple other news I want to get to before we talk about uh, the episode. Um, Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe has been finalized. It's going to be in September again. 
So that is going to be amazing. It's a great venue, uh, great setting, 20,000 plus people. Um, they're growing the New York market. They're taking it away from the WWE, which is a great thing. Um, also, injuries. Oh, my God. CM Punk, we're going to talk about in the beginning of the match. He had, yes. foot, he had foot surgery today. Uh, not hearing how long he's going to be out. Um, I'm going to take it. It's going to be a couple months, at least two to four months. I um, think I think about six to eight weeks. Yeah, it sounds about right. Well, and I hope they keep him away because how can I miss you if you're not if you don't leave? So when Punk comes back, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Moxley. So we get a Punk Moxley match. That'll be really cool. That um, would be awesome because I'm a mark for both of them. I am too. I live in Cincinnati where Moxley does. So there, uh, there you go. You got to yeah. be Mox. I I mean, look at the name of my show. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell I'm a Mark Moxley. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, injuries. Adam Cole. So Adam Cole. What I've been hearing is is he's going to be out until at least Forbidden Door. But what I just found out a little bit ago, I got something from a source of mine, is he has a torn labrum, which is what I had surgery on last October. Which is what crazy. is that? Where is that? Well, it's a muscle in your shoulder, and. Whenever the doctor first started talking to me, he said, usually a torn labrum can be fixed with physical therapy. Now, mine was torn off the bone, so it had to be reattached. We have not heard yet how severe Adam Coles is. Um, Hopefully, physical therapy will be all right. That's why he's been wearing the tape. But apparently, he has had this all the way since the beginning of the Hangman Page feud. So he wow. wrestling, and some of the moves he's been doing and some of the things he's been doing since that, that, that is crazy. Scorpio Sky, leg injury. Um, it's putting wow. off the feud with him and Wardlow, which Wardlow eventually is going to get the TNT title. I don't like how yeah. they did that. We'll talk about it next week when we talk about that anyway next week. I thought it was yeah. kind of BS. But he has a leg injury. It's a strain is what I'm hearing right now. Um, hopefully rest a couple weeks and then we'll get the Scorpio Sky Wardlow match. Um, Jeff Hardy was knocked out at the beginning of the Bucks Hardy's match, a double or nothing. Kind of explains why that match was so horrible. He does not remember doing anything in the entire match. No shit. So when, when, what point in the match did he get knocked out at? Do All you know? I was told was at the very beginning. I have not went back and watched Double or Nothing. I was, I just found this out a little bit ago before we, um, started recording. So I'm gonna go back and rewatch that match. But apparently at the beginning he took a, I don't know if it was a hit in the head, a kick, what? But he was knocked cool. out and he had to be told what to do the entire match by Matt Hardy, and. Jeez, that that's is, why okay. the match. That's why the match looks so slow, and so kind of lethargic, is because Jeff Hardy was gone. He was knocked out. And a little. That's that's horrible, and so it makes a lot of sense. But here, here's a little sidebar to to that. How how we were straight up about the match. The last time we we spoke, well, when we spoke about Double or Nothing. Um, I've, I've listened to other podcasts and they're, they they thought the match was a good match and all this shit. And see, at Unscripted Violence, we're going to give it to you straight. Yeah. We're not shill. And these are these are podcasts that are way bigger than this one. We'll, we'll get and, there. We'll get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But I'm, I'm telling you, we'll, we will blow them away from what I've heard. Out of a, uh, I listen to a few, and some of them are just, I can't yeah. listen to anymore. Well, it's it's kind of like, all right, the Hardys have done this. We're going we're gonna to give them props, but I'm, I'm the biggest CM Punk fan ever, ever. And if he has a bad match, I'm going to let you know. And that was just a bad match. But at least knowing he was knocked out kind of helps me a little bit. Another bad thing. Brian Danielson. Uh, it's being reported he suffered a concussion. Now, if you know his WWE days, he was out yeah. for like two or three years with a concussion. He was supposed to do a meet and greet last weekend. And the venue told people who had bought meet and greets that he was not allowed to fly. And he was not on Dynamite this weekend. I'm hoping this isn't if he has another concussion, this could be bad news because he was out a long time. WWE would not release him wrestle for a long, long, long time. He had to go to like different doctors, different doctors, different doctors. That is horrible. That is horrible news. I, uh, I, I, I'm really scared for the for the uh, Blackpool Combat Club because that is one of the best factions. Well, in Regal pro came wrestling. out today and said we have not seen. Uh, they have not cut the surface yet of the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. So, hopefully. Tony Khan made an announcement today and said a bunch of AEW stars who have been injured will be back soon. So, I'm. they, they screwed St. Louis out of a pay-per-view last year. They gave it to Minnesota, the full gear. This, right. this, this week's Dynamite is going to be amazing. Um, I'm going to wait on the Santana Ortiz mo- news that I told you about earlier this week because I'm still yeah. finding out more about it. I want to wait. I want to be concrete until I get enough evidence about it. Um, Morrissey, he wrestled Wardlow not too long ago. It was actually supposed to be Killer Cross, who I know you don't watch a lot of WWE, but he was big in NXT and then got sent to the roster and then they made him wear like a sex slave outfit and he lost to Jeff Hardy yeah. in this match. And, but... UWE is notorious for doing that to these awesome NXT stars. Yeah, Tony Khan, for some reason, was not going to let his wife Scarlett come with him. So he thought maybe this was going to be the same thing as his WWE run. So he backed out. Morrissey stepped in. Morrissey is now a free agent, and it looks like he's going to be going to WWE. Uh, Let's see, what else do I have? I got a bunch of MJF news. I'm going to wait until we talk about the promo. Let's do that, yeah. Some of it's amazing, but that's all I have for now. Let's get into the show. Yeah, well, AEW Dynamite on uh, the the 1st of June. Uh, We started off with uh, Mm -hmm. CM Punk, FTR versus uh, Platinum Max Caster and the Gun Club. Um, this this was a good even match to start with, but it had a few missteps that happened. Yeah, and well, it, and uh, you know this was prior to me knowing about Punk getting injured in there. Well, because- I think I think he broke his foot when he jumped into the crowd. I rewatched this episode while I was waiting for you to get off work tonight. And if yeah. you watch after he jumps out of the crowd, he he kind of grabs his foot. While he's walking down with FTR, and it looks like he's trying to like adjust his like uh, foot brace that he has or whatever, but it looks like that's when he hurt it. 
at first I thought he heard it when he did the top rope uh, thing where he kind of botched it a little bit. I All think right. he broke it at the beginning. Yeah, I do too because he had he he had more than one botch in there. Well, he, he fell the he, second, he fell off the ropes at one point. The botch with the drop kick was, was on the Gun Club. I'm gonna say the Gun Club and the acclaimed are gonna be big stars in one or two years, and I love every minute. I think Austin Gunn is like Shawn Michaels 3.0. I think Adam Cole is Shawn Michaels 2.0. Austin Gunn <laughs> is amazing. The facials he gives, the way he, the way he works. I'm not so big on his brother Colton, but yeah, Austin. Austin, Austin shines. Yes. Austin shines. Uh, Colton, yeah, I could do without, but he's he's got a, he's got a lot of his. Day. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can it's, tell. Uh, you, Billy. Billy's been working look with at him. Billy Gunn. He's like 50 years old and is jacked. I don't know what he's taking or what he's I, doing. I think, I think what he's taking has to be a, of the anabolic type to be that big <laughs> at that age. <laughs> but it, I mean, it was a good match for what it was. I mean, uh, Colton fucked up the drop kick with Punk, and Punk said, "I'm sorry" when he did the top rope, you know, elbow drop. Give me Punk yeah. and FTR anytime, anywhere. I love them guys. And I, it's it's so cool to see how CM Punk has fallen back. And he did an interview today with the uh, Associated Press, and he talked about hey, how AEW has made him fall back in love with wrestling. And at the, at the media scrum, he said he could wrestle with FTR. And like they did an ESPN interview, and he's talked about how they become brothers and they watch matches with each other. It's so great to see Punk having fun again. It was a great it, match for what it was. It was, it was, and and Punk pulled off a GTS, turned it into a big rig, and Dax got the pin for the win in this one. Uh, Let me ask ben you a Punk, question. Sure. Do you think FTR's used right? Um, I that's a hard question. Well, here's to why. Ask. Here's why I say that they're the ROH champions. Yes. They're two of the best workers in the game, yes. Okay, AEW has, and this is another gripe of mine of AEW, and I'll talk about it next week when we talk about the uh, uh, Battle Royal, but FTR is the number one ranked tag team. You're going to have three straight title matches, and they're all like three different teams, and FTR is not involved. Why? They had the great one of the greatest matches WrestleMania weekend with the Briscoes, they have become fan favorites. Why? Why do I know they're going to give the belt to the, uh, the Hardys, and that's for another story. But why do they keep getting skipped over? They weren't even on the pay per view, right? And they're huge. Do you hear the ovation they get when they come out? Yeah, yeah. They, so they're. I, I, I don't think they're booked FTR, right. FTR, I think, could be booked better. Yeah, yeah. They definitely. I, I agree. Thank you. But uh, yeah, they they haven't. Jeez, uh, they they were they were just on the verge of being but, as but great as they can be. But isn't I don't that know. booking? Isn't that booking? I mean, it's booking because it, they they're they're superb at what they do. They remind me of uh, of the. Um, the say it. I know you're going to say it. Rock and Midnight Roll Express. Express, yes. They do, yeah. Midnight Express, and they also remind me of uh, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Yes, good call a, there. Oh, that's uh, amazing. 
they are pro wrestling and that's what I love. And Dax can cut a promo, but forget the promo. The way they wrestle, amazing. It's it is, and it's it's good. It's old school and old school, it's yes. It's it's psychology and everything. They got it down pat. They, I mean, they should be champions. On they should be AEW champions. You hit it. You hit it nail on the head when you said Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Oh yeah, perfect. But that's what gets me so upset about. I know AEW says we're gonna be kind of like UFC, kind of real, whatever. But you have the number one tag team, and yet this is gonna be like the third or fourth straight tag team title match and your number one team isn't in it I don't I I, I don't like that yeah I I think that I think that they should be bigger than they are yep agree definitely and uh, it, it took them it took them because they were in when they were back in NXT yes uh, they were amazing they were probably the best tag team on well that's in wrestling at the time that's why they have the six star shirt they've they've run NXT they've won the WWE titles they won the universe whatever you know WWE has so many tag team titles they won all those titles and then they won the ROH title and then they won the AEW title and then 46 days later they lost the titles which doesn't make sense i don't i don't know if that was a young bucks uh power play or whatever but could have been there's nobody better. There's there's nobody better. No, they're on top of their game, and and AEW. The good thing is, is AEW has allowed them to wrestle how they want to wrestle. Yes. And it's a beautiful thing to watch those two. It is, but I'm so disappointed that they're they're still not. I mean, we're gonna have a three way next week, and they're still not even in the. They're not even in the match. I know. I like the feud they're in, though. We'll talk about that next week. I love the feud they're in. But, yes. Um, top guys all day. Definitely. I, I agree with you. But um, after this, Punk got on the mic, and he gave a short promo about being champ. Uh, Dax talked a little bit and says he's basically open to all challenges. Punk then gets on uh, who his opponent will be at Forbidden Door. And uh, it ends up being uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Mm. Uh, I, I, I went back and watched a couple of his matches. Uh, this guy is legit. Yeah, I wanted this match so bad. I was so hard. And, and to know that, yeah, yeah, to know what happened with Punk and everything... God, this this would have been a great match. I hope they put the belt on him, the the, the intern, and we get that would be great. at the Tokyo Dome, which would be amazing. Pretty sure we're going with Moxley, but I really yeah. hope Tony Khan is like, you know what? Let's think about this for a minute. Let's put it on Tanahashi. Your world title gets to go, you know, overseas. You still have Punk as your champion here. Oh. I wanted. I was so. I jumped out of my seat whenever they announced Tanahashi. Hopefully we yeah. see, it, but we'll see. Yeah, I, 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 I took your advice and watched some uh, NJPW, and uh, yeah, they're no bullshit. It's a uh, different. It's a different style to get used to for me, though. Still. Yeah, you. It's. It's definitely it's different, a, but it's. 
Uh, it could be funny. It could be haha, but it could also be serious. And so, like Jr. said, Jim Ross was kind of actually dead right when he said, "Reminds him of a young Sting." He he kind of has that style. Him and Punk would have meshed so well. Uh, I I hope we get to see that down the road. That would be great. And I mean, if this this pay per view is gonna do great things, I oh, think it's amazing. They've already sold. They've already sold out the United Center. So yeah, and you know we're gonna talk about it more next week with the new belt and everything like that. But they, the wrestlers that they're gonna have on this card, if you haven't seen some of these guys like a Will Ospreay and. Uh, oh, Junior and some of these other yeah. guys, you're in for a treat. It's going to be a great pay per view. Yeah, they got an amazing roster. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I took your advice. Watch a few shows. I I watch them kind of as I'm going to sleep. Um, but not to say that it puts me to sleep, but it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I watch I just, wrestling every night before I go to sleep. So amen yeah. to that, brother. Yeah, it's it's great to do. Um, but next, this is this is what we wanted to talk about oh. is MJF and uh, his music hits, and he gives an insane promo. People are calling it a pipe bomb. I'm calling it a nuclear bomb. Uh, it's this was amazing. It it was, but it went too far. Um, the news I that think, I've been I think, told, it, I think it mirrored. Punk a little too much. Well, it did, but they kind of messed it up. Okay, so here's what I kind of uh, interluded to this earlier in the notes. So after Sunday, uh, Tony Khan and MJF met Monday. Okay. They apparently worked out what the promo was going to be, but somehow, some way, um, like halfway through this promo. The, the mic was supposed to be cut off. So you're Tony Khan. You're in the back. You have Discovery Time Warner here with you. And then when it's supposed to be cut off and it's not, you still have this guy going into business for himself, almost saying, fire me, you fucking Mark. And blah, blah, yeah, blah. When, when he this said that, bad. I heard it uncensored. And it, it that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, here's the news coming out of that. Um, Time Warner has asked AEW to remove MJF from all promotional, commercial, whatever, advertisements. Um, supposedly, this was first to start out as a shoot. When MJF did not show up for the meet and greet at Double or Nothing, they waited, they waited, they waited. They were about to go to his hotel room to see if he was okay. There was worried that maybe something bad had happened. Not saying MJF does anything that would, you know, point to that, but they were worried. So, right. he shows up, does does business with Wardlow, leaves. They meet Monday. They have a meeting. MJF has made it known that he wants to go into Hollywood. Now, Roddy Piper is one of his, you know, all-time heroes. When we had right. the punk MJF feud, you know, it was Valentine versus Roddy Piper, this and that. He had meetings in Hollywood Monday after his meeting with Tony Khan. Wow. So, as of right now, it's went from a shoot to a work to a shoot back to a work. So, maybe <laughs> we don't know what's going on. 
they are messing with their minds. And when he called the fans uneducated marks, he's right. Well, the thing was, he, you know, he talked about how people were dropping, you know, talking about the young bucks, dropping people on their heads and doing stuff like this. And I mean, it was real, but the thing that that, that promo did kind of overshadowed what he did for Wardlow. Like, you put Wardlow over, but now everybody is talking about MJF instead of talking about Wardlow. And I'll talk about that next week because the way they did the whole Wardlow thing pisses me off. I'm not happy about it. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it now because we'll talk about it next week. Right. But they kind of screwed Wardlow. But anyway, after that happened, CM Punk ran out. Like after they yes. cut his mic. Yes, I, I, sent I, you, I watched that on YouTube. I sent you I the watched. video. I sent you the video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's right. He ran after him. He ran out into the crowd. Um, he was not invited to the backstage party. Um, some people in Discovery, Time Warner, thought he went maybe a little too far. Um, do you do you I, think I, he I, went? Do you think he went too far? I don't know what to make of this right now. I think we have seen the last of MJF in a wrestling ring for a long time. I think he's going to go to Hollywood. Maybe he comes back. You know, hopefully he gets big in Hollywood. And he's kind of the, you know, the rock to WWE, the to AEW. Maybe he comes back. I. The thing was, him and Tony Khan used to be really good friends. Then they kind of went away after he kind of did some things that Tony Khan didn't want him to do. That's the thing when you get this big roster. He has to watch who he becomes friends with and who he treats a certain way. Well, it's really hard to tell, though, you know, because are we are we being worked again? Are I, we? I mean, that I I don't know. That's what keeps that's what keeps my interest in MJF. So let me ask you this: Are you more interested in MJF or Wardlow? I'm interested in them both for different right. reasons. But but who more? But uh, after after this, I was, yeah, it was MJF. Yeah, and it, it kind of defeated the purpose. So, um, and Wardlow should be there too. You know, I he 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 is kind of, but yeah, I I know I know why you're pissed off. Well, I'm gonna talk about it next week, and I don't want to talk about it now. But they they made themselves look stupid, and I'll remind me to talk about this next week. But uh, it was a great promo, great 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 segment. But where does it go? That's the problem. Are we gonna wait? 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 How long do we have to wait? Um, so, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little torn on this. Something's gotta happen. Something's gotta give. I would like to see him uh, wrestle for the title at one point. Well, after that promo, I wanted him to be in the. And we'll talk about it next week. But I wanted him to be in the Battle Royal. Yeah, but why wasn't he? Well, that's because they were pissed at what he said. Like he was only supposed to yeah. say so much. And then when so, you're on, when you're on a, a cable television program, and you're saying "fire me, you fucking mark," blah blah blah, everything's getting bleeped out. Um, it kind of went a little too far, and uh, I got more news on that next week when we talk about next week's episode. Yeah, I, I I don't think it went too far, but it went too far probably for their backers. Well, um, I, you gotta if you're Tony Khan, you gotta explain to these people what's going on. 
and a lot of them might not be wrestling fans and you're in the LA forum the crowd is hot they're chanting CM Punk they're chanting for the you know FTR they're doing this and that and then MJF kind of went from a heel to a face in that promo he did he like did he it, was, about it was crazy hiring. well and here's another thing I found out so I originally told you that his contract was like 150k well he got a raise in January but it was still less than what Malachi Black got for coming in, what Andrade yeah. com- got coming in. And these people that's, are not as used as much as MJF is. And MJF is like, hey, I- when it comes to ratings, it's CM Punk and MJF. And if MJF I, is not your highest paid person, what are we doing? I think MJF is completely right. And I think that that he's been, he's been with AEW since the very... But here's the thing. Since here's day the- one. I'm going to pose this question to you. If you're watching a heel, one of the best heels in the business, probably the best heel, do you really want to hear him talking about money when he portrays a rich character? Doesn't that look bad? It, it, yeah, he's, he's well, you, he's got to drop that out of his gimmick. Yeah, totally agree. He's got he's to, gotta, he's got to, he's got to, be a heel for different reasons. That was his. That was his indie uh, image. It's time to. It's time to make an AEW image and and drop a lot of the old shit he used in the indies. I agree. That's my. That's my. Yeah. To- you're totally right, and I thought that on on more than one occasion. Like, isn't MJF supposed to be this rich bastard who? Uh, you know, pays off Wardlow and, you know, pays all these people to do dirty deeds for him. Uh, yeah. Right. You're hiring Wardlow, but yet you're complaining about how much money you make. It just, ugh, that's where it lost me. Yeah, that, that, that did, it kind of contradicted the character. Yes, sir. Uh, he, ne- yeah, he just needs to drop that. And go in, go in a different direction. He needs to evolve. But I think he pissed so many people off. I don't. I think it's going to be a while before we see MJF in a ring. I really think it, I, it's going to be a long time. Huh, do you really? I I don't know. I I don't know what's happening. They've got they've got us so far in the dark with this because, like you said, it it it's a shoot, then it's a work, then it's a shoot, then it's a work. It's, it's but here's the dizzy. thing: you're, you're Tony Khan, and you have these people right there with you. Warner, you know, Time, you know, Discovery, Time, Time Warner, and this happens. What do you tell them? Is this real? Is this work? Do you keep it? Because, like I said, they came out the next day and said, "Remove him from everything." Okay, if you remove him from everything, well, what's going to happen when he shows up? Like, I'm very interested to see where this goes. I am too. Well, it's to be continued, I guess. Yeah, for now. Yeah. So that promo, uh, if if you guys haven't watched it, watch it. I, you can watch it on YouTube. Just look up MJF Pipe Bomb. It's all over. I'm gonna say this. I, I'm a, you know I'm a CM Punk mark. It wasn't as good as CM Punk's promo because he brought out a bunch of stuff that was taboo at the time. And it seems like MJF tried to copy him, but it was still it was still pretty fire. Yeah, I uh, I um, 
this this promo blew me away in, in a lot of ways though well at the and, moment at the moment when you were watching it it was shocking it was like what yeah after you it dissect was, it, it I, I want to see where it goes I, I hope it goes somewhere but like I said we might have seen the last of him for for a while yeah well it, in the end he said he wanted Tony Khan to fire him <laughs> so well I hope that like with Cody you know he had a two year option where he could have you know renewed it but Cody didn't want to be there I hope this is kind of where Tony Khan becomes like a Vince McMahon type where you know what I'm going to freeze your contract and you know what go do whatever you want to do but right now you still owe me 18 months yeah, I I don't know what what hold, what his future holds, but um, I really I really don't want to see him leave AEW. Me neither. He can't leave AEW. That would be that uh, would be a heartbreaker. He would will will kill him. They might push him for a moment, but it's not going to be the same MJF if he if he goes WWE. Oh no, they'll water him down. Yeah, it's 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 gonna they're gonna screw it up. WWE is notorious for screwing. I'm just waiting for him to screw up Cody. Well, I don't I don't think they are because here's the thing. Like, they want to make other people in AW look and be like, hey, look at there. Even though they're not gonna get Cody money, they're not gonna get a Cody push. But what they're doing with Cody Rhodes is like, we took your EVP, and we've made him we've made him our number one star. Seriously, if you have not watched Cody Rhodes and Seth freaking Rollins at Hell in the Cell, oh my god. Is is that on Peacock? It is on Peacock. Okay, okay. Um, I, 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 I will watch it. I haven't watched WWE in a long time, but I will watch that. I will say, I don't agree I, so- sometimes with like going in injured because you got to take care of your opponent. But what they did, the story they told, oh when WWE does stuff right, they do stuff right. And they nailed it. They agree. Seth came out and coat in like Dusty Rhodes polka dots and then just the match, but the match they had, uh, it, it it might be in my top five of all time greatest wrestling matches I've seen. It was amazing. Well, what I'll have to do is get Peacock and watch it and follow them a little bit very good but everything else sucks but Cody Rhodes they are uh, doing it right with and he's teasing coming back at money in the bank which is amazing it's in like three weeks oh. he just had oh, surgery yeah. last night or no tonight wow. he, so he had surgery on the same day that Punk had surgery yep. that's, they both that's had surgery today um, pretty interesting yeah his wife Brandy just posted on Twitter not too long ago uh, Cody's out of surgery they returned his whole when he took off his jacket at Hell in a Cell, his whole left side where he tore his pack was purple. I saw that. I oh man, it looked bad. And it to looked do the bad. moves they did, oh, him and Seth Rollins are two of the best, and they have done great work. And uh, yeah, if you haven't seen that match, you are missing out because if you just I will, love, I will, I will love pro wrestling, just watch that match. But. Excellent. Well, after after the MJF promo, I know we spent a lot of time on it, but that was that was you know huge. Yeah, that was. Um, uh, we had uh, Johnny Elite uh, versus Miro. Hey, and, I told you. I told you. Yes, you did. And in in the uh, in the 
entrance or before his entrance, he gave an amazing promo. They continue is... his his character. I I love it. I he love is so it. good. He talks it's... about kicking Jesus out of his home and taking over heaven. Are you yeah. serious? Oh, I know, and it, his promo was spot on, and uh, I I just damn. They messed him up at the beginning, doing it with the you know best friends and the video and the game marriage shit. But thing. right now, oh. right now they are doing great with him, and they need to continue with it. Miro uh, and Punk would be an all-time favorite, and that would be a battle to watch. I would love that. Um, in this match, uh, how, how would you think of how? What did you think of Johnny Elite in this match? I thought of him kind of, uh, it's generic Johnny Nitro. Or... Yeah, it's, he's become, it seems like he's become just a job guy in AEW, and it's kind of sad. I don't know why he's, he's, look at him in his, but, in his past when he was, uh, oh, shoot, it, it, it slips my mind. The Lucha Libre company. Oh, yeah. When, oh, when uh, he, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it'll come to me. But um, he was he was big in that when he was Johnny Mundo or he was whatever. huge. He was huge in ECW and WWE before he failed the drug test. But yeah, right now it's just that first match. I don't, who did he wrestle a couple weeks ago? That was just he was the it was bad. Oh, I forget even because it, it wasn't it wasn't that it spectacular was match. But anyway, Miro put on his game over finisher, got the submission and the win in this, which I thought was the direction it should go anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I squashed Johnny Elite. Uh, what I got from this is they're not going to sign him. He's not coming in there. He's not going to be because you've had him lose twice in a row. I think you, I forget who he lost to, but it's just, it's bad. He did, He doesn't. He doesn't I even good. watched him. I even watched him in in GCW's uh, Bloodsport, and he called himself Johnny Bloodsport in there. Yeah, coincidentally enough. But uh, he wasn't that spectacular in it at all. No, I, he it, didn't impress me. It it was what it was. It got Miro over. It didn't take Johnny Elite to get Miro over, because Miro is over. That promo was. Mm. Amazing! Oh, I cannot wait to see more from. Uh, it came, it came to me just now. Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground. Yes, yes. He was huge in that. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I, if they if they booked him now, they booked him in uh, Lucha Underground. All they'd have to do is watch Lucha Underground to oh, know how to book this guy. The booking. Have you seen his wrestling? He looks horrible. Yeah, he's he's not he's not on top of his game anymore. Something's something's up with him. I don't know what it is. It might be age, my friend. It might be, yeah. Sad to say. Yep. But next we had a video package reviewing the the arena match. Oh, so good. Oh, that yeah. I I could I could watch that match over and over the way oh, yeah. they pulled that off. But uh, Jericho Appreciation Society comes out. They talk about how they won at double or nothing. Uh, Eddie Kingston interrupts. He comes out with Lord William Regal. And Kingston hands him the mic to Regal after and tells him, uh, 
where do I want to fight them? And Regal says, blood and guts. Yes. He finally said it. Everybody's been wanting that. Yeah. <laughs> hear Regal say those words, just like he did back in the day with War Games. The only yeah. problem I have with this is blood and guts is going to have to be so much better than anarchy in the stadium. How do you top that? I don't know. And I, I'm not sure that they can. I, I know they're, they I know they're doing it in Detroit and that, you know, it's their first time there, but there's going to have to be a lot of blood. There's, it's going to have to be an old school cage match. Just war games all over. Yes. And they're going to, I, if I, if I were producing this match, I would look back at original war games, WCW, uh, NWA. Yeah. Oh, Kingston, Kingston has to go over. Oh yeah. I wanted him to go over in the uh, battle Royal. We'll talk about that next week, but I wanted Kingston. What the, yeah. What did they do with him? They're just what, sitting on him. Yeah. What are you doing? He's a star. He's amazing. Great. Uh, I I don't I don't know I I don't know what they're there. It's like, God, he's almost there. Would you guys just book him a little stronger? Yes, he's there. He's there. Give it to him. Let him run. He gets the loudest one of the loudest pops every time he comes out there. Yeah. If you if you want uh if you want a huge. AEW champion in absence of CM Punk, Eddie Kingston's the man. Well, I want he could Punk, carry. It. I want Punk and Kingston too. So, that, the yeah. first the first time around was amazing. Great. Second time around will be even more amazing, and I would love to see Punk put him over. Honestly, yeah, and it's like they're gonna go with Moxley, and I, I guess I get it because he's. I I but, love the idea of Moxley being the two-time champ. I do. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I love that idea, but I you're right about Kingston. He's he is there. He's right he's, there. He's, somebody like, needs to. When, when, him and, when him and Punk fought and he did that uh, letter to the Players Tribune, you were almost at an Austin type level. Oh yeah. And I, I, I get losing to Punk because, you know, you were building Punk's record, but, oh, my God, you have it. Go with it, Tony. Go with it. Uh, please, if you're listening to this, <laughs> go with Kingston. But uh, what happened was uh, uh, every Kingston runs down and... Uh, and... Uh, uh, sorry, Jericho tells everyone to attack Kingston. Uh, Ortiz gets in the ring behind Jericho's back, hits him with the mad ball, then gets out scissors and cuts Chris's hair. A big chunk of hair, too. Yes, sir. And uh, JS climbed back into the ring. Uh, Jericho... He then agrees to blood and guts, but only if Ortiz faces him in a hair versus hair match. This uh, kind of goes yeah. into the news I told you I want to uh, share next week. Um, Jericho has to go bald, right? Yeah, they have to shave his head. Well, I want him to go bald and then like come back with a wig and talk about how he's a wizard and grew his hair back because that would be <laughs> amazing. 
but yeah, Jericho has to lose this match. Yeah, definitely. I, I want I want to see that. It, that, you know that that's got that's got headline match all over it. But I don't know if you noticed, there was no Santana in this segment. Yeah, what happened to Santana? Well, like like I said, we're gonna talk about a little bit next week. There's some rumors. That, like I said earlier, AEW is kind of losing the bloom with some of these talent. You got so much talent, and you only have so much time. Well, then, then you got Santana and Ortiz. They haven't had the belts at all. Yeah, and people are looking like, hey, look at Cody. What's Cody? Can I go over there? And I've heard that Sant. Here's the rumor. Like I was kind of getting to next week. I've heard Santana and Ortiz's contracts are like they're not the same. They're kind of leveled a little bit. And really? Yeah. One of the reasons that Ortiz is in this match is because Santana is not happy and is looking to go elsewhere. We will see. I'm trying to get more on this. Um, you can't you can't break up LAX. <laughs> Man. Well, I don't know if it's up to Tony at this point. It's kind of like some of these talents are seeing what is being done for Cody and they think they can go too. And it's not going to happen though. That they they, they got to realize that it's not going to happen. Cody is is a is a I but, don't know. But this it's is why this is why WWE is so smart. We're going to push this guy to the moon. Who cares what happens to the second or third guys? But if we can get you to jump, we're going to get you to jump. And yeah, they're, they're definitely they're definitely uh, masters at that type of thing. And you got to think about it. AEW is three years old. A lot of those contracts well, were going on year four. But a lot of those contracts were three-year deals. That's and true. People are going to start coming up. And, you know, we've signed Punk. We've signed Danielson. We've signed Cole. We've signed Malachi. We've signed Buddy. We've signed... A lot of these other people are going to go to the wayside. And we're going to see... It's going to be interesting to see where some of these people go. Do they stay? What's going to happen? It's an exciting time in wrestling. It is. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It really is. And, uh, well, everybody will see when, when GCW, which is a whole different animal. Just wait. I'm going to buy that pay-per-view, so we'll, we'll be talking about that. Yeah, do it. Oh, it, it, that's great. We're going to talk about it. That's great. And you guys got to listen. <laughs> Please. But, but next we had stage, we had Samoa Joe. Uh, this this was kind of a weak segment to me. He, he got jumped by Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dutt, and Jay Lethal. And they wrap a folding chair around his left shoulder and throw Joe into a stacked up table. And Joe's selling the shoulder. He sells really well. Yeah, I, I actually, we're going to disagree here. I, I kind of like this. Because what Did I'm you, hearing... I didn't like, I, all, all Satnam Singh has done is give him hug while the other two beat him well, so far. Here's yeah. what I'm hearing. I'm hearing out of the Nightmare Factory that this guy could do some moves that we're not going to believe. And I think really? they're saving it. I think they're saving it and they're going to have it. Um, his first match this week, uh, tomorrow night on Rampage. I think we're going to be surprised at what we see from this guy. He was in the NBA. I mean, he has talent. I feel yeah. he do some moves that... Uh, Great Khali and some of these others can do. Um, you got to think AEW. Besides being in the uh, you know the U.S., 
they're the number one in the UK. They're they're trying to get in India. They're not just trying to be they're they're trying to be global, which is going to help AEW. So right. I think Friday night, I'm very excited. I think we're going to see a great match, and I think we're all going to be surprised. All right. all right, that I mean, I'll give him a shot. Just wait. <laughs> But the next one was the next match was Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, is it Hikulio? Uh Yeah, we'll go with that. Hikulio, uh and Matt and Nick Jackson. Of course, they had Brandon Cutler following them around. Then they're they're against Matt Hardy, Darby Allen, Christian. And the Jurassic, well, I call it, they're not called Jurassic, I guess. No, they just call by their names. Yeah. But it's, it was, a, it was a good match with a lot of action in it. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it, it, there was a lot going on. I couldn't even take notes on it with how much was going on in this match. I was happy with the match. Uh, the Christian Hill turn that's going to happen this week on Dynamite is going to be amazing. Um, you think it's gonna be this week? Yeah, it's and it's gonna go to the Hardy Boys. Um, I don't think like it's gonna make Christian go with the Hardy Boys, but I think it's gonna make Christian a heel, and we're gonna see Christian and Jungle Boy pretty soon, and that's gonna be a banger. Uh, oh yeah, and, and Jungle Boy is so talented. Well, it's 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 time to do more, like. They've been doing the same old, same old. It's time to see what this ki- what this kid can do. Definitely, and get him get him out of the tag team environment. Put him solo. Uh, yep. I think he'd do great. I think we see the end of Lucha Express or uh, Jurassic Express this this yeah, week. Right. I, I think we see the end of it. Well, yeah, good riddance. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a great match, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, they're spotlighting him, and we'll talk about that more next week. But, uh, yeah, it was a great match for what it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, the Young Bucks uh, did a Meltzer driver, uh, and they got the win on this, so they went over. That team went over. Um, next, we had Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. They're backstage with an entourage of people. I, I don't know who they are. It was Gee and <laughs> Jeff Ham- Hamilton. I don't know who those people are. Yeah, one was like a director for one of the Marvel movies. And Swerve's yeah. a star. We'll talk about it next week. He was great in the uh, Battle Royal. But uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't care for the entourage type of thing. But, really? Uh, it, was, it is what it is. Keith Lee just... I thought it was cool. It's All showing right. that Swerve is a star outside of AEW, and I think that's going to get some people. And uh, I, I thought it was great. Oh, good. Well, that's good because I, I, I did. I put in my, in my. I didn't see a purpose in this segment at all. It's just to make Swerve look as a bigger star in Hollywood because he was at the Grammys not too long ago, and he was at some other things. He well, then they. They need to book both him and Keith Lee solo. Well, it's, Forget, it's I think that's what they were kind of saying with this, though, isn't it? Well, it's coming, and uh, I got news on that for next week. All right. 
Um, next, uh, Tony Schiavone introduces Athena. He welcomes her to AEW. She says uh, that she's she's going to be the one to break, break Jade Cargill's winning streak and with the baddies and uh, Stokely Hathaway. And they said that there there's not going to be a challenge. Out out comes Anna Jay and Chris Statlander to back up uh, Athena and even the odds. And for some reason. They were just arguing on stage for some reason. Refs are breaking them apart without them even fighting. I didn't understand that. It Why was... are the refs coming out when they're just arguing with each other? There wasn't any physicality. It wasn't like a big pull-apart brawl, which which would have made it better if it was a pull-apart brawl. Yeah, That would have made it make sense, but it made no sense for the refs to come out and... and, and back them away from each other. They tried to make it look bigger than what it was. And here's the problem again. Okay, you had Athena debut at the pay-per-view. The next night, or the next show, she's doing an interview. Show, yeah. her, in the, show her in the ring. I know she fought she's amazing in the Well, they had her on a rampage and she's on a rampage again this week. And But if you're not a hardcore fan, you're not watching Rampage. So, I'm it's true, and and, so and Rampage, just, Rampage really, uh, this last one I didn't think was worth watching. Honestly, no, it's not. So you have her on Rampage getting wins, but I'm might not, as well have her, might as well have her on Dark. Rampage yeah. is just step above Dark in my eyes. And, and, and they're trying, and this week's gonna be good, I think. But it's. When you're on at 10 o'clock on a Friday night, it's kind of hard to do numbers. They need to have better, uh, they need to have better content. Well, here's what we got to remember. They're just producing content to try to get a streaming service, so. Right. I get it. They're trying to make Jade look like a China. I get it. But, yeah, I was kind of over this segment. Jade is no China. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, we disagree there. I I know uh, what she has not she has not impressed me oh, to that point yet. She, she has not shown me okay, that. Let me, let me say this: if if China wasn't with Sean and Triple H, would you be looking at her as the same? Yeah, honestly, no. no. Yeah, honestly, I yeah. When her solo, oh, come she, on. She, 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 broke, body. She, became she became Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, but because she was with Sean and Triple H first. I'm saying if China came in as Jade came in, would you? No, you can't compare the two. I'm, I'm just saying. Those those matches with China and Hardcore Holly and Chris. Yeah. Chris, those were horrible. Those, okay, she did have some horrible ch- matches, but think about her versus Jared. Oh, Oh, it was wasn't amazing. good. It wasn't good. It was so good in my eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. We're so wrong. No. Jay I love so, Center matches. Oh, you're so wrong. I gotta disagree Inter- with you on that one, bro. That was that was one of the best intergender matches I watched back in the day. But why was it good? Chris Jericho. It wasn't because of China. China Chris was horrible. He's Chris Jericho himself said one of his favorite people to work with. Oh, uh, that no, we disagree. 
Uh, well, go back and watch it. I'll go back and watch uh, it. No, bad. No, <laughs> you can if you got <laughs> But we got okay. We'll, we'll disagree on that one. Uh, but then we got Wardlow versus JD Drake. Uh, yeah, JD Drake's a, a he's a great wrestler. He's a, he's an old school looking and old school I mean everything about him says uh, old school NWA WCW to me yeah but two power bombs really that's it well JD Drake's a big boy <laughs> okay but Wardle is supposed to be strong no yeah no. I would have liked to see at least three power bombs no yeah no you got the power bomb symphony no this was bad nope they are doing Wardlow so wrong. I'll talk about it again next week, but uh, right, not. Uh, I mean, I get it, but two power bombs, two. That's it. Yeah, he like he should have at least done a triple symphony. Yeah, well, uh, that, that was, was more. That was more like a, a high school band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a symphony. That's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, J.D. Drake was a good opponent to put him against because J.D. Drake's oh. a great wrestler. Yeah, I don't have no problem with the wrestler, but my problem is with the end. Two? Yeah. yeah. That's it, too? You got they, this big, massive Wardlow coming out and breaking they need, to, they need to book him more as an animal, like the animal that you felt when he was pissed off at MJF and, like, like you said, handcuffed and just full of aggression. If it's not four or five pay-per-views, I don't. Or I mean, uh, power bombs. I don't want to see it. That that was weak to me. All right, yeah, I see where you're coming from, though. You're right. Um, and uh, Tony Schiavone's in the ring to interview Wardlow. He's interrupted by Smart Mark Sterling with security, and one of them served Wardlow these papers, and it's a lawsuit on behalf of the security guards. He's hurt. Wardlow uh, grabs the security guard that gave him the papers and power bombs him, then rips up the papers. Um, I want to know where this is going. Oh, really? I'm, I'm intrigued by. Well, I, I want to know who who's who's Smart Mark represent. He represents Tony Nese. Is he is he going to? Which Tony right now looks like a loser. The way they, the I, way that they're, I that they put, that. he looks like a loser, man. Well, I know we're going to, we're, we're a little bit ahead, but next week yeah. Wardlow faces all twenty of the, uh, you know, security guards. But Tony, right. he beat Downhausen two weeks ago with a flying knee. He didn't get pinned at the pay per view. Sterling did. I think Lisa's looking fine. I think if you don't have Wardlow kill all twenty of these guys next week. You have they really better wasted an opportunity. They better have have that. And I just want to shout out to my girlfriend real quick. Uh, we're now on one hour and eleven minutes. Hey, so she, <laughs> God bless the girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued to see where this is going. What smart marks up to? After, after Wardlow does, he's got to destroy these these security guards. Well, it's going to Wardlow being the TNT champion, and then we'll see, we'll get a nice Wardlow match, which which will be great. 
But I think eventually we're going to see Wardlow just destroy Nice, and that's what that's what that's what his character needs right now. Yeah, and Nice would be a good one too. I mean, Nice, he's gosh. Did did you ever watch Two Hundred Five Live? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was great. He, he was amazing in that, and they they need to show that more. They need to put him in a, a few matches on Dynamite, I believe. Just wait. Yeah. I think I think we're gonna see good things coming from him. Yeah, uh, I, I I hope so. I I'm kind of like on the fence of how they're they're booking him. Uh, because Danhausen is huge. I mean, Hook Danhausen's doing everything right. To, I mean, he's he's definitely over, and that was a good little feud that they had. But I I, I don't know. Seems like that's that's the direction they're moving is Wardlow and Nice. Oh yeah, and Wardlow's gonna kill him, and then we'll see Nice. Nice will be all right. Yeah, he, he Nice can handle himself in the ring. Definitely, he knows what he's doing. But next, we had Jamie Hader with Doctor Britt Baker, DMD with Rebel versus Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. The match almost immediately went into picture in picture, which was a real downer to me. Why did they do that to them? Picture in picture is the worst, and I honestly tried to watch the picture in picture consciously it is it's you you can't concentrate on it it's well, distracting the commercial bigger and louder and you're trying to watch the match and it's it's just difficult i i don't know i i know that they put it in there to seem more legitimate you know and keeping you in on the action but uh, make it a make it at least a, a half of the screen and half. I, I don't know if they could work it out with the advertisers to do that. Yeah, it um, it keeps it keeps viewers, which they have kind of kind of done some research on. If they go straight to commercial, they lose people. If they stay pitcher and pitcher, they keep people. But um, this it's match, this this match pissed me off, and I'll tell you why. Okay, well. Yeah. No, I, you had Britt Baker go over. I mean, at the at the pay per view. Yeah. But then, but then you have Ruby Soho go over in this match. Why? They should have had Ruby Soho go over in her yes. match. Yeah. They should. They should have. They should have done that anyways. And yeah, you, you're absolutely nailed it. That's I, I was very I, true. I was so mad when I saw. I was like, what? And then at, in the end, it was Jamie Hader. She hit Storm and Soho with the belt, yeah. with the with the heart tournament belt. Well, they're teasing the Jamie Hader Britt Baker, and this is one of the times when they they have a slow burning storyline. Right. Let's get to the point already, and let's move on. Yeah, they they need to speed it up with this. Yeah. This is gone. It's gone on. It, the the Jamie Hader shit. Uh, it's gone on too long. I agree. Um, but that next we have our main event, which I was I was waiting for. It's Daniel Garcia versus John Moxley, and you know it's going to be a physical match. Yes, and you know it's going to be a, a pro wrestling match that you're watching. And this match, I thought was uh, I thought it 
great. It was but, amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially with Garcia opening up the stitches, which they probably talked about prior. Yep. And just bleeding, his head's torn open. Uh, Jericho coming out, and he uh, tries for a distraction on the apron. Then uh, didn't Eddie Kingston come out and uh, took care of him? Moxley hit the paradigm shift and the bulldog choke, which I love. Yeah. I love that as a finish. Uh, Daniel Garcia looked great. It was a great match. I mean, it was just. It was almost though, like, I've seen this before. And we're right. pushing. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Moxley versus Punk for the title at uh, All Out or Full Gear, whichever's next. Um, Garcia looked good. He's a stud. Keep doing him work. It was a good match. Yeah, it was. And next we had, well, do you want to talk about Rampage or should we just gloss over it? Because I, I feel like it... Rampage wasn't that great. Nah, it wasn't. We we could stop here if you want. But we can get to where uh, CM Punk yes. uh, came out and uh, he, he could tell something was up. Nobody knew about it really and he came out and he was, he was choked up and in tears. Well, here's the thing. Punk, Punk he broke his foot he went to Punk and he said, hey, my foot's broken. Uh, I gotta give up the belt. Tony Khan was like, nope, you're not giving it up. And it gives some realism to the sport to where, because like UFC does this, uh, you got Punk's champion. He didn't lose. He's hurt. Let him heal up. You have a champion in the interim, which will probably be Moxley, who will defend the belt. And then you'll have a unification match, and it'll be a big, big, big deal. And Moxley versus Punk will be amazing. Yes, it'll be great. Both are both of them are red hot right now. And Punk will be over more when he comes back. So let him heal. Yeah. Let Moxley have the belt for a while. Um, they're gonna do it, it's gonna do big business. And we we know Moxley can carry that championship. Yes, uh, He'll be the- make, it, make it look prestigious. Make it look good. Uh, I I immediately thought if like when you told me they're gonna have an interim champ, immediately thought well, Moxley would just fit right in there. And then you told me it was Moxley, and I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Danielson because I want to see Danielson a Punk, but we're yes, Punk first, which is fine with me. And uh, it's just gonna be bigger. It's it's gonna help sell pay per views whenever it comes back. And uh, this this was the only way to go. Yeah. Um. Well, I I will go into the matches. You know, just for our listeners. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. But first, we had the Young Bucks versus uh, Pento Oscuro and Ray Phoenix. That was a great matchup. That was amazing. Right. That was yeah. a of the year candidate. Both both of those teams being out the best in each other every time. Yeah, very good. Every time, every time they wrestled, I mean, you know it's going to be a banger, and it was. Uh, the the ripped off Penta's max, the mask, 
sorry. And that allowed them to do the BTE trigger onto Ray Phoenix for the win. Yeah, great match. Ripping off of the mask of, of a luchador is a sin. Yep. And it was despicable, and it just only built up their heel image more. Um, totally agree. What a great match. These two these two teams match up so well together. And it was a great match. To get this on a rampage, pretty freaking cool. It was. So like that that's what kept my interest in watching in watching the rampage. And then after that we had Powerhouse Hobbs versus with Rick, Ricky Starks versus I did not they didn't even announce who the jobs <laughs> were in this. So I don't know their names. Um with the reported a reported promo it, it didn't really allow me to pay attention to the match when they did that little promo in the middle um, but you know Team Taz wins oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah then we had Kira Hogan versus Athena um, what'd you think of this match I liked Athena she looked good I would rather have this on a, a dynamite instead of a rampage but it builds the story to where they're going they gotta bring when they bring in top female stars, they have to push them, and then not just put them on dynamite or I mean, uh, elevation or dark. They gotta keep pushing them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, but Athena looked great in this. She yeah. did that. She did that. What was it like a swan dive cutter off the top rope? Yeah, that's one of her finishers. Yeah, that's a bad move. That is just a, oh, I could watch that over and over again. Yeah beautiful and she got the win over Kira on that they they got a they got a quick tape promo by the House of Black it featured Julia Hart kind of solidifying her House of Black yeah I like where the storyline's going um, I want to see more from Malachi Black yeah I I, I would too I think they're do, I think they're building them right I think they're yeah. booking them right I agree I, I, I think the best factions they have Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah, and then we have uh, CM Punk, you know, making his announcement, of course, about his foot needing surgery, having to give up. He he, he didn't really make it clear though that there was an interim champion. Nobody's really was, said that. I was sad. I was messaging you when this was going on. Yeah, I know. I and then I watched it, and I I honestly, I'll be honest, I shed a tear because. God, punks fought so hard to be at yeah. this point and to get injured at this point. God, it tears me apart. Yeah, it, it, I was, I was, I was fearing more of the worst. This is kind of the best case scenario. He'll be out a couple months, he'll be back. Uh, like you said, how, how can we miss you if you're always here? That's right. Yes, sir. You know, they, you said it good that way. But then we ended with Dante Martin versus Scorpio. Uh, I I was not invested in this match. Done, Scorpio Sky. I love you, but no, yeah. it's time Scorpio. for Wardlow. And I, that's one thing I like what they're gonna do with Wardlow. He's gonna be the next champion. But this match just—they're giving Dante reps. I get it, but yeah, wasn't. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get into it. Um, you knew Scorpio was gonna win. Um, 
he, there's no way he was going to drop the title to Martin. If he did, that would be big news. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think Dante Martin could do a good job, honestly. He could, but, but it's not his time yet. It, no, it's not. He needs he needs something else. Yeah. But Scorpio Sky, right now, to me, I, I, he, he, is a, he is a great wrestler. He's amazing. Don't get me wrong. But good, I don't but, know how I feel about him. Yeah, he, he he's he's repetitive. Um, I liked him better in SCU. Yeah, yeah. This this will be a little. Ethan Ethan Page hasn't really shown me shit, honestly. If you're if you're a new a new watcher uh, or a new fan or whatever, yeah. Uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are not gonna gain your interest. Well, they put themselves in a corner when they had the whole Sammy Guevara, who's a heel, who's not, what the hell's going on, blah, blah, right. blah. Kind of screwed Scorpio Sky here, so let's let let's let him give the belt to Wardlow, and let's redo Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Exactly. It was, well, this was, this past week, man, that was a great week in wrestling, it, it's, and it still continues to be yeah, just wait. More is coming. More is coming. Yes, definitely. And and we'll get it to you probably, uh, what, next Tuesday, would you say? Yep, sounds good to me. Yeah, that's that's the best day for me to do it. And it's it's good, and it's, it's a day before Dynamite, so everybody can get caught up. And, uh, I don't want CCW this weekend. Maybe we'll record this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm down for it. All right, sounds good. It sounds great, but uh, man, thanks everybody for listening. We had we had a lot of listeners in the last episode. Just love you guys for supporting us, and we're going to get we're going to get bigger. We're 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 getting slowly, but slowly but surely. Yeah, listening. Tell your friends. Message yes. me on Twitter. Message me on Facebook at jblund23 uh, Jason Wayne Blunt Sr. on Facebook hit me up let's talk wrestling definitely and same for me you can get me at staggerly777 um, that's on Twitter sorry uh, request me as a friend staggerly hell um, yeah bro uh, get, get into our group get into it's uh, unscripted violence pro wrestling talk type that in join the group uh, have a discussion with us both Jason and I we, we have a passion for pro wrestling and we're always down to talk about it I, I'm always always, always yes sir and literally pro wrestling saved me in a lot of ways yes sir so, it's been there for me when nobody else has and you know it's it's in our blood so we we do this for you guys though me and this guy talk every day so hit us up we will talk with you guys let's 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 get this group going let's uh yeah unscripted violence baby let's go yeah let's elevate it get us on google play we're on google play we're on spotify uh, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, so you can find us. You can Google it, Unscripted Violence Pro Wrestling Talk, and follow us there. Hell yeah. Good talk to you, bro. 
Yeah, you too. And we will we will talk very soon. We'll be talking GCW. Let's go. All right. Well, thanks everybody for the. And this is Stagger Lee for Jason. And thanks for listening to Unscripted Violence. Good night. Good night. <laughs>